Welcome back to the missing piece, everybody. We got an easy one, easy topic that we're just gonna we're gonna cruise through right right now. Very very basic question, and that question is, how do I know if I'm on the right path in life? <laughs> so so obviously not, not that basic uh, of a question. There's been a lot made of this question. You know, there's either the universal meaning of life or the lack thereof. There's the meaning we can individually assign to life. There's the social conditioning we received as kids and and really adults as well that tells us what we're supposed to do, what the right way is. And yet people in our society are as stressed out, anxious, and depressed as ever. And so despite having unprecedented high living of standards, we are suffering from diseases of despair. And it's all because we're confused about what the hell are we supposed to be doing here? And we can look to the past or we can look to traditional ways of living, but they they lack context and we usually romanticize the past and we can't really go back to those times. We can't really talk to those people to see if everything was really as, as great and solid as, as we make it out to be now. Uh, we can talk to our parents maybe about, hey, what the hell are we supposed to be doing with our lives? But usually... Usually we end up disillusioned when we have our own children and then we realize, I still don't know what I'm doing. Oh my God, my parents were just winging it too. They didn't have it all figured out either. And, you know, we can look to our peers as well. We can look at, man, who's doing really well and maybe I should get on that path. But it seems impossible to to replicate someone else's path. It seems impossible to replicate the success that they've had or to build a life that they have. And so we're just stuck with this question. What the hell am I supposed to be doing with myself? And I was on a call the other day uh, with the brilliant Dan Nicholson. If you haven't yet read his book, Rigging the Game, I recommend that you do so. And he he posed a great question. And that is, would I be a disciple of me? Would I be a disciple of myself? And while, you know, the word disciple is a little strong to me, it sort of like elicits images of the Last Supper and whatnot. Um, I knew that the question was a bullseye. I knew that it was a bullseye because who better to follow than the idealized version of yourself? If you have a vision of what you're capable of, of what you are going to contribute to the world, of how you're going to add to your community, why not set your targets on that? And so I kicked this question around and I thought about like, how can I make this a little bit better suited to me and, and, and me making use of it? And I came up with a, a parallel question. I think, you know, sort of serves the same purpose. And that question is, am I someone that childhood me would be proud of? Am I someone that if I rewound to 1993, Would I look to 2023 and say, I am proud of that person. I am proud to become that person. Even though that's obviously a very nuanced question. And, you know, speaking of, uh, I can never go back and, 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 you know, find out what I was thinking in 93. It's not black and white, obviously. It's nuanced. It's not black and white. And I'm never going to have definitive answers, but it is a thought process. It is a thought exercise. And it, what it'll do is allow us to largely group the answers into three categories. We can look and we can say, hey, young me would be ashamed of myself. That would be category one. Category two, young me would approve, but be kind of bored. And category number three is young me would be excited to grow into who I am now. And let's start with young me would be ashamed. Let's start with that. What does that look like? Well, you're squandering your talent. 
you're alienating people, just generally being a dick. You're a fucking slob. You know, you're physically out of shape. Your clothes are messy. You just don't present yourself well. You're blatantly violating any semblance of values you may have. You're, you're lacking any sort of free thinking capabilities. And here's the deal. Largely speaking, people who fall into this category wouldn't have the self-awareness to do this exercise anyway, so we're not going to spend a lot of time here. We're going to spend a lot of time in the next two categories because it is my belief that if you are on any sort of personal growth type of trajectory or journey, you are straddling the next two categories. You're, you're, you're either like, yeah, like I'm kind of boring, but like also I'm doing some cool shit and, and you're trying to figure that out. So let's, let's look at category, the category of younger me would approve, but be bored as hell. Let's talk about what does that look like? Well, it's like you're doing some things, right? You, you've got probably a cool career, a cool house, a good relationship, a good spouse, good kids, whatever. And you're just generally a good man or woman. But why isn't younger you excited to grow into that person? And it's because at a certain point, you started suppressing who you are, playing it a little bit safe, trading things you're passionate about for the safe bet. And you got to remember that in a, in a child's heart, a child that's yearning for adventure, they don't fantasize about 401ks in a sensible car that gets good gas mileage. You know, so that's why, you know, that's what I mean when I say playing safe. Is there anything wrong with a sensible car or 401k? No. But maybe we've downplayed some desire for some sensibility, and that's where the line gets a little bit blurry. Because if we look at, man, who would young me be so excited to grow into? This isn't about being perfect or having hero status, but it's about just having a life that has this sense of adventure, freedom, and expression that is really a universal desire in the human heart. You know, you don't have to have it all figured out. But to be somebody that the younger version of yourself would be excited to grow into, you've got yourself figured out and you do cool shit because of that. And because you're interesting to yourself, others are interested in you and you have cool and interesting friends whose stories and adventures are intertwined in a deeply, deeply meaningful and unique and just adventurous life that you get to share with, with, with awesome people. And like I said before, if you're on any sort of personal growth path, you're probably straddling those two worlds. Like you're probably doing some cool adventurous shit. You're probably suppressing yourself a little bit and playing it safe over here. Adulting as the kids call it these days. Right. And so how do you balance that? You know, how do you balance that? Because on the one hand, you're doing things that are meaningful for you. You're building some cool relationships and yeah, you do have to play it safe. You do have to make some smart bets as an adult as well. But generally speaking, playing it every time you play it safe, you're doing so at the cost of suppressing what you truly desire in life or what you truly desire in that moment. And so let's get back to the original question. What the hell am I supposed to be doing with myself? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? I think generally asking what would young me think of adult me is a great place to start because the person that the young me would be excited to grow into is going to just like kind of tap into this new source of energy and desire in life that most of us have suppressed. And of course, it's not that easy, though. Like, we're not just going to quit our job and sell our house and buy an Airstream so that we can live on the road because that's what a hypothetical 12-year-old me thinks is cool, right? You know, I'd recommend using some judgment in that regard. But here's what I think you can do. I think you can look at the qualities that makes, you know, the younger version of us bored and excited and over time learn to bias the exciting ones. And so here's how I would break it down. If we're kind of in the approves but boring category, so young me, 12-year-old me or whatever is looking going, hey, you know, like you're, you're an all right guy, 40-year-old Paul, but uh, you're also kind of boring. 
here's what this means. Generally speaking, that means that we spend a lot of time mitigating the liabilities of our character. See, because everybody has character, and every character trait has uh, a strength and a weakness to it. And so when we find ourselves playing it safe, that's what we're doing. We're mitigating the liabilities of our character. We're reducing liability. And honestly, this is something we all have to do at one point or another in our adult lives. We have to look at our own biases, our own liabilities, and say, hey, I've got to stop getting in my own way in this regard. It becomes a problem, though, and we become boring when we spend all of our energy there. We're we're spending all of our energy, especially minimizing our character, or I I say mitigating our liabilities, which in turn is minimizing our character. Yet, because we're spending all our energy there, we're never leaning into or maximizing the opposite side of that character coin. And that's why we end up boring. And so if we want to start moving from younger me approves to younger me is excited to become me, we really only need to mitigate our liabilities to the point where they have a negative or where they no longer have a negative impact on our life. So we can look inward, we can recognize some things about our character, and we can say, hey, this thing, it's no longer pulling me backwards. And once I've neutralized it, now I can move on. And I can start leaning into the piece of my heart that is built for adventure and desire in my own unique gifts and contributions, right? We can, we can focus now on the adventure because we've minimized or, or at least neutralized our liabilities. That's easier said than done. I don't have a ton of tactical stuff here, but I'll give, I'll give an example, dude. This is a trap a lot of young folks get into when they're trying to become adults. Because let's face it, and what I'm about to talk about is finances. Let's face this, there's nothing adult. There's nothing adult about constantly being in a financial shit show. And so when I first decided that I wanted to get my financial house in order, I looked to none other than uh, Dave Ramsey, you know? And I said, fuck, I got some, or at least I thought I did according to Dave, have some bad spending habits. And uh, I've got to get a retirement fund going. I've got to get a house paid for in cash. I've got to do all these things, which I never fucking did. I never paid for a house in cash. That's ridiculous. But the point is, I never followed his system all the way down the path. But I did start to say, hey, dude, yeah, having an emergency fund would be good, <laughs> right? Judicious use, or he says no use of credit. I started saying, hey, I can be judicious in my use of credit. And it got me on the path. What I did is I neutralized my desire or I neutralized the liability of my spending habits just by coming, becoming aware of my finances, becoming aware of a financial goal, that sort of thing. And over time, I started saying like, hey, now that I have the principles, I can say, well, what do I even want with my finances once security has been met and once, my, once the liability I have to make myself financially insecure has been neutralized? Well, it's like, well, what do I want to spend my money on? What kind of life do I want to use my finances to build? And that's when I said, okay, cool. Yeah, you know what? I was late to the home owning game. I didn't own a home until I was like 35 or 36 years old. And I don't think for one fucking second that that was a problem. I don't think that's because I was irresponsible. I think it's because I knew what I wanted and what I wanted was to spend all my money becoming, first, becoming an amazing professional in the fitness world and spending all my money traveling the country, taking courses, just pouring into my brain to become a more effective professional. And then ultimately, when it came time to, quote unquote, invest in a home, I wanted to take that money and invest it in starting my own brick and mortar training facility. 
Well, ultimately, and then you know what? Ultimately, here's where that here's what happened with that is it provided a living for 10 years before it became a bust in the pandemic of 2020. But the lessons learned and the personal growth that came through that were a fucking springboard in my business so that after that business burnt down, I could start the next one and grow it at a very accelerated rate. So I don't think for one second that that path was wrong. Now, if I had followed all of the safe Uh, All the safe path in terms of finances, never using credit instead of judiciously using credit to get ahead. Well, I would be boring as fuck to my 12 year old self. But instead, I would say if I was 12, if I, if my 12 year old self could talk to me now, I would at least say like in terms of career and in adventure level of life, they'd be pretty excited to turn 40, you know, not saying I have it all figured out, but that's one example to where if you can look at the liabilities you have on yourself and you can neutralize them. Once they're neutralized, put all your attention into creating an adventure in your life. But I think some of us get stuck in the trap and we feel a little bit bored in life when we feel like all we ever have to do is beat our liabilities in the ground and spend all of our time shoring up all of our weaknesses. And when we do that, we're robbing energy from developing our strengths, from developing our unique visions, from developing our unique talents and gifts. And that's ultimately I think when you become the person who spends their time developing their unique talents and gifts, that's ultimately what makes life exciting for a 12-year-old or a 40-year-old. And so, you know, kind of a different take on the what am I supposed to do with my life question. I don't have the answer for you. But that question of would I be a disciple of me or what or or would 12-year-old me be excited to grow into the person I am? I think that offers a unique perspective and I think it's a fun thought exercise that will give you some clues into how you can bring some more adventure and fun into your life. That's what I got for you for this week. Guys, head on over to thegoodshit.info. That is my website. And if you haven't already, get on my Substack list. There's a big orange button that says like join the newsletter or something. I actually don't even know what it says right now. But click it. You're a smart person. You can figure it out. Put in your email address. That way, as I start writing articles, which um, as of this recording, I've got like three kind of in the bank. I'm getting ready to, to put out. As I start putting those out, you'll be the first to know. And that's also over on that Substack page or on the goodshit.info. That's where you can get information about what it's like to work with me. As of right now, this is September of 2023 not taking on any new fitness clients. We are putting all our focus into our life examined mastermind group, which is fucking dope. So if you want to have these conversations live with me, Tuesdays at 12 or 12 central, that is, or if you want to catch the replay and then join the community who's interacting on telegram, I strongly recommend you look into life examined. Again, you're a smart person. You can find it on my Substack. If not, just reach out to me on social media. You know, you can get to all those places, the good shit info. I'd love to see you on the other side. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.